the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Bible Live Quiz Hour. It's time to test and grow your knowledge of the Bible. The entire Bible every year. On Sunday nights at 9, join us here for the Bible Live Quiz Hour. Sophie will ask questions from the Bible Live leaders. You call in with the correct answers and you win. It's just that simple. So get out your Bible, put on your thinking cap, and hit that speed dial. Because here's the host of The Bible Live. Your Apache Indian scout through the book of books, Soapy Dollar. And what took him so long? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where were you? Where was Soapy Dollar? Experiencing technical difficulties, (laughs) as they say. We apologize about the delay. That's all right. Uh, we're happy to be here, though. <laughs> yes, we're happy to have you, as always. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of fun. You're probably not sure what you were. <laughs> hope you, li- hope you liked that piano music. Oh, <laughs> that that beautiful way. music! It yeah. was pretty. Now you have our voices. But uh, yeah, this is the Bible Live, and thank you so much for hanging in there. If you've been listening, we got it all. I think worked out. They got. Uh, we have a really nice, new, awesome system here um, at a board op, but uh, or the board. But uh, a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of little hiccups and things to work out, and so mm. uh, I think uh, it's been going great. John, you've been doing awesome. So, Thank you. Yes, it's the. I try. <laughs> it's like yeah. a, it's like a printer when you get a new printer, right? Um, there's always things to work out, but we do not have too much time left actually now in this segment. So we have just enough time to intro and to come in and then we're going to cut to a break, a quick break, and then we'll come back for the second segment and uh, when we'll really dive into this. But we are in the book of Acts. Yay, yes. yay. I love, I, I, I love the book, the book of Acts yeah. uh, so much. It's, it's, um, it's history. And yet, it's the most dramatic moment. The, the, yeah. Uh, I remember that verse in Galatians. In just the right time, yes. God sent his son. And it's such an incredible moment in history. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing about it. There's nothing about that moment that is not fascinating. Yes. I know. In other words, it's such a culmination. And you see... Just all it says, it's probably, it kind of reminds me of, you know, when you, or I, I can imagine that moment when your life flashes before your eyes, just, yeah. and all of a sudden everything kind of leads to this yeah, moment. moment. That's sort of what Acts reminds me of with all of scripture. It's just, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and with Jesus's coming and then the ascension and then the proclamation and the Holy Spirit, it is, uh, it all just, Makes sense, which um, also jives in terms of what happened with Acts. I mean, they're speaking all of these languages, and yet it all, everyone can understand one another. It all 
makes sense. And it's very opposite to, you know, of course, the Tower of Babel. And yeah, that was how, a good thought. I, yes. I liked that idea you brought up last, last week. Mm-hmm. Even you mentioned the contrast between the Tower of Babel and Pentecost. Right, yes. Do you mind, do you have Galatians 4 4? Would you want to quickly read that before well, our break? Yeah, oh, oh, well, nope. <laughs> Not quick enough, I guess. Oh, yeah. We'll come back to that and we're going to read that and then just talk about those things that all came together that made this moment, four things in particular, particular that had to happen that made this moment ripe for um, the gospel to spread far and wide. Hang in there. We'll be, we'll be right back after this break. This is The Bible Live. We might have some questions for you and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. All right. Happy Mother's Day, Stacy. <laughs> that was so sweet. I love uh, that. You, I'm glad you're a mom. And forests, and mama. And I'm and, now and a granddad that, because of you. Right. Thank you, honey, oh, that, yeah. for all you do for Will, William and that little little precious little girl we got yeah. went out. Congratulations oh, to thanks. you. And that congratulations to uh, and, and happy Mother's Day to your wife. Yes. Yes. Suzanne, Suzanne mom. Out there. Job. And to my, my mother, Sharon. Yeah. Hi, Sharon. Happy Mother's Day. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and mom's all out there that we don't know the name, but you know who you are. Happy right. Mother's Day to you. And that I feeds into. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. The, the, uh, I want to I'd like to say a special Happy Mother's Day, too, to our military families. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I taught this morning for the second time to a, a trainees, a basic trainees at Lackland, mm-hmm. and there were moms in there separated mm-hmm. from their families, oh. separated from the kiddos during the time of basic sure. training. Yes. We had a special time of prayer for them oh, and good. celebration with them. And I just want to say happy Mom's Day, too, yes. to our, our military families. Mm-hmm. I, that, yes. So much sacrifice. And that kind of that feeds very much into um, what we were talking about as far as this time right now where we are in scriptures. Yeah. Uh, in the book of Acts, of course, Jesus has had his ministry. He has been crucified. He has risen. He has ascended. And now we're about to see the gospel spread far and wide and just see uh, the Holy Spirit's work in uh, the uh, in the lives of these people um, just after Jesus has ascended. And, and of course, continuing, you know, today we have uh, the, the presence of the Spirit with us. And uh, but Jesus uh, was born of a woman. He had a mother and yeah. he had all these circumstances that aligned just so um, for such a time. And what is really neat and fascinating is that it's um, it's it's very human. I mean, we are all bound by these 
circumstances and things that are out of our control and bigger than us, and we don't know why, we don't necessarily, um, but it's really fun for in this instance, at least, to be able to read and see, oh, that's, that's why, and we see the faithfulness of God the Father throughout, I mean, from Genesis um, from the moment of the yeah. fall <laughs> yeah, to that, that uh, the Messiah. The, that was the verse Paul referenced in, in Galatians, Galatians 4, 4. She was born of a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll read that Galatians 4 4 here real quick. Um, let's see. But when the right time, when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. So just mm-hmm. to quit, uh, Paul is writing. Yes, he's referencing that three fifteen. Uh, there will be enmity between the woman and uh, the uh, yeah, and the serpent. And the serpent. And uh, but then of course, uh, and so and so he had to be born of a woman. <laughs> yeah, he had to be born uh, under the law. Under the law, well, he human. There he wasn't Abraham. Going, mm-hmm. Came along in Genesis chapter 10 or 11 mm-hmm. and chapter 12. Mm-hmm. Abraham, we start covering him. And then it's of Abraham's lineage, mm-hmm. born under the law. Mm-hmm. And so, in other words, it was predicted, God worked it out, mm-hmm. it happened. All the preparations, all the wars, all the protecting. A young Josiah, we talked about the mm-hmm. kings, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How that they almost wiped out the mm-hmm. Davidic line. Right. Only Joash was saved under Ahab and mm-hmm. Jezebel. And all the attempts to cut off the line to 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 make the the, mm-hmm. the impossible or or more difficult at right. least mm-hmm. for the Messiah to come. And 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 here he comes. Yeah, and the preservation of a people. First of all, the the building of of a people group, and um, that yes. would uh, be able to preserve not just the lineage, not just a bloodline, but the ways of the Lord. I mean, the ways yes. of God and His 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 ways, and to be a light in uh, to the rest of the nations. All the meanwhile, also planting seeds in those nations so that one day the gospel was never just for the people of Israel. It was always for the whole world and, uh, and to plant those seeds so that when the Messiah would come, those nation, those people groups would be ripe and ready to hear oh, yeah. um, their salvation as well. And that, that's one thing we try to point out often, Stacey, uh, as we go through the Old Testament books, is that the Jewish people and the Jewish leaders, the prophets, the kings, and so on, mm-hmm. priests, those who are really in tune with God, they knew it wasn't about them primarily. It wasn't just about my people and my group. Mm-hmm. It was about the whole world. And yes. that was... They knew it. Take Daniel, take Jeremiah, take uh, Isaiah. Mm -hmm. They knew that too. And and Mm -hmm. those, and I think if we look at the New Testament, Mm -hmm. what we see in the book of Acts is that the primary people, the first primary people to really grab the gospel and go with it were Jewish. Oh, the Jewish people? Jewish people. Yes. Uh Uh, Very unlikely 
Paul, Paul especially, yeah, yes. But then the apostles themselves mm-hmm. who were mm-hmm. cowards before Jesus' resurrection, yes, right. but they were t- converted into yes. brave, courageous men and women who gave up their lives right. to spread this message mm-hmm. uh, across the uh, the Roman Empire. Yes. And even the Roman Empire. Yes. Well, I love how those, uh, it's just kind of an interesting thing, but uh, specifically four ways in which the Roman Empire set the stage for Jesus and the spreading of the gospel. Well, before you sit there, we have to mention Daniel. Now, we'll talk about Daniel at another time when we read the book of Daniel. (laughs) But... Remember Nebuchadnezzar's vision in mm-hmm. Daniel chapter 2, where he said, I see these kingdoms, mm-hmm. gold and silver and bronze, and then a mixture of iron, and mm-hmm. the mixture of iron and clay, the ten, yes. the ten toads. Uh-huh. What a beautiful illustration of the Roman Empire, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, uh, Babylonian Empire, then the Medo-Persian Empire, then the Greek Empire, and then uh, the Greek yeah. Empire going down to four groups, right. and then the Rome that came up out of yes. that. Uh, that's just amazing mm-hmm. that not, uh, it, it's just, it's just, um, uh, I can see how, uh, I can see how people who don't want to, receive the gospel or, or oppose it, I can see how they think it, that this is impossible. For example, some people try to date Daniel much later because how could he possibly have known so far in the future what <laughs> is going to happen? Yes. But that's just the way God is. Mm-hmm. He gives his, uh, his prophets, mm-hmm. uh, he lets them see the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Daniel pointed very clearly uh, down through these empires that mm-hmm. would eventually take over right. and all the way leading up to uh, the the Messiah and uh, with his with his predictions in Daniel type what chapter was it the where he talked about the um, the leopard about Alexander. The yeah, King. well, the leopard is, is Greek uh, is uh, Alexander, okay. but then you have the four goats in the Roman Empire. But I'm thinking in Daniel, uh, when he, uh, chapter twelve, when he leads all, he, he taught seventy years of seven, uh-huh. and and if he worked all that, there's several ways that people have tried to work those out. Do the math. But every one of them comes down right to the time of Christ. Oh, one, uh, one way of uh, of doing, I've even seen work up to the very week of his uh, of his uh, crucifixion. But all of these, all of the Bible was pointing to this. Mm-hmm. It pointed to it over mm-hmm. and over for mm-hmm. centuries, and more and more information, and then finally. It happened, you know, and uh, Jesus was born of a woman, not not a regal mother, not a rich, uh, influential, uh, a very humble maiden from Beth, from uh, not Bethlehem, a Nazareth, and and then the life he led and did it was, it was, 
it was so predicted, but on the other hand, it was so unexpected. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't have thought that it would have been so unexpected, mm-hmm. but some finally got it. Paul got it, and and there were a lot of unseen heroes in the Book of Acts. It's not just about Paul. It's not just about Peter and and the the, the people yeah. got got it. this spread like wildfire across the Roman Empire mm-hmm. because the the people took the, for one it's just good news mm-hmm. you know this was a this was so wonderful that now man could be made right with God mm-hmm. I can have a confident secure relate relationship with a the creator himself. Right. What a wonderful thing. And the immediate um, family that that brought about. I mean, uh, it, I think we sometimes take for granted, uh, well, not really, but, you know, you think of that, the ix, the ix, this is actually the fish, you know, the fish in the sand. Uh-huh. Um, it was just <clears throat> an, an immediate brother or sister in Christ. You know, those types of terms became very real because the church be, was was founded on yes. uh, i mean that that fem, that family tie that goes beyond blood but goes a unifying uh, principle yes. a unifying uh-huh. truth yes the and, god of all humanity yes and the church just thrived in a way that no other i don't i mean i don't know of any other movement. religion or movement of that time or ever that that would have that brought and that just spread so quickly and was so ripe in some of the ways and some of the reasons i mean uh, um beyond of course of course the holy spirit um but these talks to those those four things that the roman empire in particular uh, set that made it so that the gospel could reach far and wide and travel. And one is the the Roman roads. Uh, I mean, just the mission work and the ability to travel and to be able to connect people by highways. <laughs> these oh, highways yeah. that the road that the Romans. I can't remember what that. My son actually did a project on the Roman roads. Uh, so. I did a project on the night. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so I yeah, think mom, I could remember this a little bit. But I mean, miles and miles and miles of safe travel that had not ever, I mean, up until this point, yeah. just had never been available Romans, to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were called eat, eaters. Eaters. I T E R S. Ancient uh, and highways. I, and they're when still I there. lived in Spain, yes. there was, uh, you know, the story of. Uh, uh, Caesar, what did they would Caesar? About oh, well, that. The, in, we lived in Zaragoza, Spain, uh-huh. and and that is called the city of Caesar. Yeah, so Caesar had uh, was given Spain as one of his areas to, of course, before it was Spain. Before he was Caesar. But he was gaining power, and there were already two consuls in charge, and they did not have room for Caesar, nor did they want him around. So they were trying to kind of give him a, somewhere away from Rome and away from yeah. um, being able to accumulate more power. So they gave him Spain, and uh, but he he took it and did well with it. But, yeah. uh, yes. So, and Zaragoza is a city of Caesar. And, and I don't mention that because there's a, 
very roads. There are roads that the Romans built that are still, still being used today. in Spain. Yes. And then the famous uh, uh, La Porta de Carmen mm. that is uh, dates back to the wow. first century as That's well. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, so these roads. Uh, the other was Alexander the Great bringing in this Greek in a common language of what is it? Koine? Koine. Koine. Koine Greek that... Um, kind of unified the people with a, with a common language, and then the Pax Romana. Um, oh, there yeah. was a a, a, a peace. Uh, it might have it been an enforced an peace, enforced, yes, <laughs> but a peace. Um, there, what were you saying about every seventy kilometers there was a garrison a, on these roads? On these yeah, roads, so right. they were protected, and uh, and then the synagogues. This to me is one of the most fascinating. Yes, is it that is. where there was a group of 12 or uh, a, 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 a group of uh, Jewish ma- men mm-hmm. 12 years old and above uh-huh. uh, after the, the bar mitzvah okay if there are 10 10 of the 10 men more or ten, uh-huh. in the community they had to form a synagogue mm-hmm. okay and this simple little uh, and of course it's born out of the fact that so many Jews were exiled yes uh, all by Nebuch and then yes. and then Rome as mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. and so Jewish people were spread all over yes. the empire, mm-hmm. and when they had the synagogues where they maintained the the mm-hmm. gospel, the, the not the gospel, the, but the, right. the, the, the Torah, the, the, the Torah, the, the, the law, right. and then the prophets. Yes, they were just waiting. They were right. like little potted yes. plants. <laughs> Just sitting there waiting yes. for the seed of the gospel. Right. And and when it came, you so many times you'll read in the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. Paul went to, first place he went was to he, a synagogue. Or jail. Oh, <laughs> or jail, one of the two. As soon as he would get out of jail, though, he would go to that synagogue. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's where, and, and talking about the many Jewish people right. and Gentiles who had become Jewish converts. Yes. And then the, at Gentile, they saw they saw the connection. Right, they knew this right. is a continuation yes. of that faith, and oh, they so it, fun. It, it's just it's the it, most yeah. magical. Uh, it reminds moment. me, yes. Well, it reminds me um, as far as just waiting to hear who it would be or hear the name. It reminds me of uh, if you are out there in the world <laughs> and in YouTube land. Uh, Dad has this video. It's a legacy video that crew mil- crew put together, and they were doing interviews. Yeah. And Dad tells the story about being in Mongolia, and he had always had a heart and a passion for sharing the gospel and taking the gospel to the Mongolian people. And he was in some obscure, small little village in Mongolia. Well, 350 people yes. and their mayor. And, and the mayor. And that's who you were talking with. And the, he had said, uh, you know, so grateful that dad had come and was there. And we was had sharing. the Jesus film. He had the Jesus film. And he said, you know, all my life I've been looking at the stars and worshiping the creator and uh, and 
and loving him. And tonight I found out his name is Jesus. Uh, and it's just this <laughs> that reminds me of what yeah. these, you know, we have been waiting and wanting yeah. and and Paul comes or Peter comes or yeah. uh, any other, or Barnabas comes and they say, and we now we know his name is Jesus. Yeah. How do you explain, I, I don't know if you've uh, thought about it deeply, but how do you how do you explain the phenomenon 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 phenomena <laughs> phenomena <laughs> I get it out. It's all right. by the way I've had a stroke and I'm trying to get over this and speak clearly but right. anyway how do you explain Paul oh I uh, don't <laughs> how do I explain him yeah. um, Th- this what do you I guess, now, one thing is in the book of Acts. First thing that happens in the book of Acts is that the disciples name a a, a substitute for Jesus. Matthias, yes. Yeah, Matthias uh-huh. is his name. And and I'm, I'm all right. They did. <laughs> I'm okay but with I that. But I kind of have a that? feeling that God named Paul. <laughs> I, do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It, the disciples that, named Matthias, but God said, yeah, oh, yeah. we're going to put Paul and, in there. Uh, no disrespect to uh, Matthias, Matthias right. but, uh, but Paul is such a remarkable being. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the name Gamaliel was yes. disciple by this, mm-hmm. very uh, uh, powerful yes. and influential uh, rabbi named Gamaliel. Mm-hmm. You, you had some information about him. And then he opposed, radically opposed Christianity. Mm-hmm. He was jading, jading them, putting mm-hmm. them in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but the thing I'm wondering the most about, I wonder what influence it had on Paul to view the martyrdom of Stephen, oh, that's yeah. in, in yes. Acts 2, right. the, the chapter we read. Right, okay. I wonder what, to see Stephen's courage, mm-hmm. to hear Stephen's message, I wonder if that haunted him, even after he had participated uh, yes. with the authority, uh, mm-hmm. overriding authority at his, uh, at his uh, martyrdom. Mm-hmm. There I wonder if are, that yes. got him, primed him the to thing is that I, uh, or the thing, Well, before that, real uh-huh. quickly, we are, uh, so this is the Bible Live, and we're in the book of Acts. Um, we yeah. have, uh, we last week we covered Acts up until chapter 4, and then this past week we were still, the whole week was uh, in Acts. So Acts 4 uh, to chapter 16. So we'll finish it up this next upcoming week. But um, we are talking through uh, uh, just the, of course, Pentecost. Um, we have Paul on the road to Damascus. We have the founding of the church, and the, uh, we have the, the stoning of Stephen, the martyrdom of Stephen. We have Ananias and Sapphira. Yeah, you have uh, the church. Uh, uh, Acts one eight. If you want to pick out a verse, it's very important in mm-hmm. Acts. Mm-hmm. It said. Uh, you read it, honey. Okay, yeah. okay, you got it. I'll read it here. Let's see. So Acts 
1-8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That is an outline, <laughs> that is, in a nutshell, an outline of the, of the book of Acts. Yes, yeah, written by Luke. Uh, and they think it was probably oh uh, before let's see before yeah. seventy A.D. Right? Yeah, before the destruction of the temple. Mm-hmm. Most say at or before, most likely before uh, Luke finalized his his history here uh, before sixty two, I think. Okay, AD. right. Uh, and so, uh, and we only have a couple of minutes in this last set before we go to our next break. Um, but we will come back and just, and I want to talk more about Paul. So dad mm-hmm. brought, uh, you know, so here's, here's Paul. I, he, uh, never met Jesus, um, except, uh, except on for on the road yeah. to Damascus. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it was staunchly against, uh, Jesus's message I uh, staunchly against the uh, the Christian movement I think it um, was called the way the way uh, to the point that he was leading the charge when it comes to martyr I mean to doing whatever was necessary to stamp this out he was a now was he he was a Sadducee or was he a fair uh, uh, Pharisee he was a Pharisee uh, his teacher was Gamaliel and who seemed to be a pretty actually pragmatic kind of a wise uh, man what was the thing you said about a the t- test? the Gamaliel test yes you know when it came uh, he was the one that the the rest of the Pharisees uh, so we've got this group of um, oh I can't remember who the group was it was a member of the Sanhedrin okay and they were wanting uh, they're talking about Jesus and coming and sharing powerful wonderful things uh, powerful and they wanted to kill them. They wanted to to punish, to, yeah. to wipe, stamp it out. And Gamaliel says, no, don't do that. If these men are of God, then you're going against God. If they're not, then, and they're just men, then they're going, it's going to die out. So just let it be. And they, they took him up on them. That was a, a very wise thing. Um, so that's kind of the Gamaliel test. I think people tend to use that, uh, yeah. that movement, you know, if you hear of Asbury or different revivals yeah, or yeah. things, uh, well, don't, you don't need to oppose or to do anything. If it's, if it's of men and it's created by just a hype, then it will die out. But if it's God, he's going to make it go and you don't want to go against God. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, Perfect test. <laughs> yes. Good test. But know. we might have a few questions um, for you coming back from the break. We'd love to hear from you. 210-340-9585 if you'd like to call in. If you have any questions about the Book of Acts or the Holy Spirit and what is this yeah, triune third about, person of the... You can't talk about Acts without talking about the, the coming yes. of the Holy Spirit. Not the coming... It wasn't the first time the Holy the Spirit's indwelling. ever been on the earth. Right. Part of creation. Yes. But the, the new arrangement, yeah, yes. a new relationship with His people after Jesus had died. Yes. And we're doing Very exciting. Uh, so stay with us. Uh, again, 210-340-9585. Uh, it's the Bible Live. We're going to come back and talk about Acts. But for now, we're going to listen to this song, hear a word, and we'll, uh, we'll be back in a moment. 
to the Bible Live. This is, uh, I'm with here with my dad, Sophie Dollar, and this is Stacy. And thanks, John. That was, that was a perfect great. song. <laughs> you know, we song. play that at, speaking of dad's talk this morning, out at Lackland, and he speaks often of that. It's been doing that for years. And that is one that we get to play some music uh, as they come in in music videos. And that's one of them. And they always, of course, love that. That's Michael W. Smith. And dad was just saying in the video, it's a real sweet video, but his dad, Michael W. Smith's father is featured in the video, and it's a really sweet father-son moment there. But um, I think I think his father in that video. I think he plays. He's, he's, he's homeless. Not not a street person, but he's uh, played a, a businessman who's oh. uh, drinking. He's oh, young. He lost yeah. purpose in, yes. in his life, and he comes to Christ. And yes. his sister is also. I had to roll um, in that video. How interesting. So they made it a family yeah. affair, yeah. <laughs> well, Healing Rain, that's very also appropriate. We are in the book of Acts, and so we are making our way through scriptures. Uh, you can listen to the weekly readings online at BibleLive.com or thebiblelive.com. You can go uh, to podcast and then programs and listen and catch up if you want to see all the, the readings or just on the very front um, homepage, you'll see the daily readings with the week um, readings and breakdowns as well. But we are, uh, this week, past week, we read Acts 4 through chapter 16. This upcoming, we'll finish up chapter 16. And where are we going then from there, actually? Back to uh, um, uh, probably uh, after Kings. Chronicles. We're going to Chronicles. Okay. So, uh, but... It is really fun. We love the book yes. of Acts. It's an exciting time. It's a time of culmination and just seeing so much. I mean, talk about healing rain. It's a time of miracles and healing and a continuation of Jesus's ministry, but now in his people. And yeah. so Christ in us, the hope of glory and the kingdom of God the kingdom had come, come to men. That's right. Kept saying right. the kingdom of God is near. It's, upon, it's, come, yes. it's coming. Yes. And uh, I like that. It's a time of culmination. Yes. It culminates in Jesus, mm -hmm. the Messiah mm -hmm. had come. Mm -hmm. And then it's also a time of beginning. Yes. An expansion. Uh, the kingdom of yes. God expands to all the races and all the tribes. Every tongue and tribe. And you asked earlier, uh, how do I explain Paul? And that caught me a little off guard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I, I don't is, usually is he, try to. Is he but, really um, a as far, Yes, as far, not just, I mean, there's a lot that I guess that is when you say how do you explain Paul from his temperament to his thorn in his flesh to yes. his conversion uh, to 
and and some of that is a very specific, but also you you know what is what is how is God working in Paul in ways that Paul didn't even know God was working with Paul. And I love how you said and talked about uh, <laughs> that they were you know Paul de- or <laughs> God is moving and coordinating. Uh, we talked about how just even the Roman Empire, of course. They had no idea that building the Roman road would help spread the gospel. They weren't thinking. They were thinking it would, you know, give safe passage for their armies and to the, go conquer other lands. And the famous Pax Romana wasn't pop. just for Romans. Right. That that Roman peace, it's called. Yes. That period of time where there was real, real, Mm. Relative, relative uh, calm. Yes, in uh-huh. the international internal major yes. oh, war. Oh, I mean, there had been conflict. such turnover. I uh, again, oh, yeah. the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Egyptians, the Medo-Persians, the, Medo-Persians, the back to the Gre- yeah. to the Greeks to the, and, then, and so we have this ter- mm-hmm, yeah, of stability. stability. Yes, uh, and then we've got the synagogues, and then we've got the common language, and so those four things uh, just set the stage for the gospel. To spread, and then we've got, you know, so the whole, uh, Pentecost happens, and they are told to go and to spread, to take the gospel to the utmost regions of the earth, to Judea, Samaria, and beyond. And they weren't though. They so they 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 it's weren't. Funny thing. They weren't told to do that. They were told that you will be. Oh, that's interesting. That you, you, you will, will go. To the, <laughs> You're going to be doing because this. the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's an interesting uh, difference. That is an interesting, and, yes. But what made them, they yes. were in Jerusalem. And they weren't leaving. They and weren't spreading they weren't spreading leaving out. Jerusalem. Yes, but then yeah. Paul yeah. <laughs> enters and the persecution. They uh, they start to be uh, persecuted. With, uh, uh, with Stephen. Beginning with Stephen, eight. which Paul was very much aware of. And he was, I believe, even one of the witnesses that you would need in order to have a stoning like that. And, I mean, you can see why, I mean, in a way, uh, Stephen, you know, his speech to them is pretty it's pretty uh, bold. Wow. You stubborn people, you are heathen at heart and deaf to the truth. Must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? That's what your ancestors did, and so do you. Name one prophet your ancestors didn't persecute. They even killed the ones who predicted the coming of the righteous one, the Messiah, whom you betrayed and murdered. <laughs> you deliberately disobeyed God's law, even though you received it from the hands of angels. The Jewish leaders were infuriated by Stephen's accusations, and they shook their fists at him in rage. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed steadily into heaven and saw the glory of God. And he saw Jesus standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. And he told them, look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. And they stoned him. Yeah, um, and Paul saw And this. Paul saw that. And he was, it says... Saul was one of the witnesses, and he agreed completely with the killing of Stephen. That's what Acts 8.1 says. Before he was even a convert, he was used... Bef- to, yes. to make them leave Jerusalem. And so he started persecuting the Christians, and so they started fleeing Jer- uh, Jerusalem to Judea and to Samaria <laughs> and to the ends <laughs> of the earth. <laughs> and so, yes, that's right. God's using Paul, even if he's not wanting to be used in that way, right. uh, to spread the gospel. But then he comes to this conversion. Yes. And it's so interesting to me in chapter 9 that. What he tell, of course, it's conversion itself. 
once it's converted, it's going to need to be baptized. It's going to need to be discipled and taught. Mm -hmm. uh, and the one who's called to do it, it says, um, so, uh, the Lord said to him, go. Uh, he, he tells this man, uh, uh, Ananias. Is that yes, who it is? Uh -huh, yeah. Ananias, yes. Uh, in chapter 9, I want you to go out and baptize Saul. Saul and was this my man, instrument. Yeah. Uh, go, a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is going to. He is. He is praying to me right now. I've I've shown him a vision of of a man named Ananias, who is coming and lay hands on him to give him give. Him, oh, I, boy, my mouth will work. Give him <laughs> his sight again. Uh -huh. And uh, Ananias says, "But Lord." This guy's bad news. I, he's persecuting. And listen to what God says. says Go, for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to, to the Gentiles and to kings as well as to the people of Israel. And listen to this last sentence. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. Mm -hmm. Inter interesting recruitment pitch. <laughs> you're going to suffer. You know, you not not. Oh, you're going to be famous. You're going to be rich. You're going to yeah. know about you all around the world. No, he had much to suffer mm. for, for my name's sake. Well, isn't that it, just like the gospel? <laughs> well, yes, and it's also so precious. Too, when you hear, you know, later in, is it Ephesians or I think it's in Corinthians, when he's talking about the thorn in his flesh yeah. and that I am made strong in my weakness. Exactly. And he talks about his <coughs> suffering, but how in that suffering is actually when he, when there is power. And it's just this, we, it got, I mean, he, he know you talk, you asked me, how do you explain Paul? <laughs> and I would say, I don't know, but God knows, God knows exactly each and every one of our hearts and our deepest and greatest needs. And he knew somehow, as far as Paul, what Paul needed. I mean, what, what, what ultimately would, uh, would, would break down our, our, hu our, our dead old flesh and what would bring to life um, our, that new creation, that new uh, uh, being that is redeemed. And, and I think as far as Paul, again, as, uh, from what I can kind of gather, I love how you always say, um, there are those that are God word and there are those that are self word or that mm -hmm. they and uh, for the for the most part, you know, if a person is a an honest intellectual honesty, a true seeker of God's heart, they they long for the God of the the true living creator God of the universe of them. Um, and they might be totally wrong. They might not know his name. In, in they the might not. He, and so on. Right. But once they the, the, are introduced, yes, there is. And I think that that's, that's how kind of how Paul was. He was wrong. He was off. He was, he was wrong, but he was sincere. He, he really did. I believe long 
for God. He just was wrong in who he was. And once Jesus came and showed and revealed himself, Paul absolutely humbled himself and realized and turned. I mean, he yeah. he about faced. He repented. But, <laughs> he, but something must, must, well, I'm not trying to force the point, but something, it, it had to be explainable. Something happened in Paul's life that made him on that road to Damascus. Mm-hmm. Of course, when the living Christ knocks you off your horse and <laughs> blinds you and then talks to you and dresses you and why are you kicking against the goads, I suppose that's pretty strong. But I I feel like there was... Um, well, I, I think it's good reason to plead there was... This is working in Paul's mind and his brain, and he saw Stephen. I somehow think Stephen, Stephen's death reverberated in mm-hmm. his mind. And and by the way, there's something very interesting about Stephen's death. He said he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. That's the only time. In the New Testament, when talking about Jesus now, he's sitting Mm. at the right hand of God. Mm -hmm. But he stood Mm. to receive the first Christian martyr. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? That is sweet. (laughs) Jesus is standing to receive Stephen. That's lovely. I I don't know exactly if it had the basis, if it's true or not in that detail, but uh, it touches my heart, just yeah. the thought of that, yeah. that Jesus stood to receive the first martyr. Yeah. But but it affected Paul, I believe, and I believe it, had, it was part of what God used to call this man to himself and transform his thinking. He spent some years after this uh, going through all of his theology, mm-hmm. everything he'd ever known about God, and he knew a lot, mm-hmm. and he's having to rethink it and put it into the the pattern that God, the true pattern, and to see it clearly. And wow, it's it just astounding. And then he ends up writing much of the New Testament. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. Um, just amazing. But Peter Peter was also, in chapter 10, mm-hmm. Peter comes into the picture, mm-hmm. and he is he, used in a role that we wouldn't have thought, oh, Peter was. Remember, we've we've often made fun of Peter. He's the man who enters the room, mouth first, <laughs> and uh, he thought, but God mm-hmm. humbled him, and then God used him greatly with, with his Roman... Centurion Cornelius. I have often wondered, Stacy. I'm sorry to talk too much now, but I have often wondered if I just wonder if Cornelius might have been that Roman centurion that Jesus met. He didn't tell us the name mm-hmm. earlier, and Jesus said, "I have not seen that much as much faith that this Roman." Yes. Centurion has exhibited more faith than I've seen anywhere in Israel. 
And I, I've often wondered if, it, if Cornelius was that, that centurion or another, uh, I, I don't know what, what do we get the glory, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, but Peter was called to go yeah. and, and open the door to, to this, this gospel exploded out of Jerusalem and not just symbolically, but uh, not just really, but symbolically too, out of the confines of, of, of Judaism until that it was locked there, but exploded to the whole world. Uh, it was truly, uh, well, I have a Jewish friend who had said many times that no one has contributed, no human being has converted more people to Judaism than Jesus of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. No matter what others might think and so on, because this is his coming, this gospel is a continuation, if we understand it correctly, it's a continuation of that message of redemption mm -hmm. that the Jewish nation was given to to hold and to share and to protect and and that was so miraculously protected by them for centuries. Mm -hmm. Centuries. I think I'm not gonna talk anymore. <laughs> oh poor thing. <laughs> uh, I know it's a you know, it is a it is a labor it's a labor of love. It's hard that reminds me of uh what verse is it? Um there's a fire, Jeremiah, yeah. 20, is it, uh, Jeremiah, there's a fire in my bone. I'm weary of holding it in, and indeed I cannot. <laughs> That's dad. When it comes to scripture, he can't hold it in. But, uh, you know, also one of the things that you mentioned, kingdom, and, of course, the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, we talk about the explosion of the gospel, and I think that's also one of the really amazing things we talked about all of these kingdoms these king uh, even uh, when it comes to the first and second kings 22 kings uh in the northern kingdom of uh, israel and then in judah in the south and then you've got let's see uh you've got assyria then babylon then assyria then babylon then the medo persians and then yeah, uh, right. the uh, uh who comes after the medo persians uh, and the greeks Alexander. then the greeks and then you've got rome and roman empire and each of these, and you of course, know all about Cleopatra, Cleopatra, when, Mark when, Antony, and Octavian, Etu Brute, sure, all of that. Well, and you've got, uh, and all of this vying for power, and uh, and then you and and you see, of course, Caesar declaring himself as a as Augustus Caesar, uh, wearing purple, and the gods and the Roman gods, the Greek gods, and them declaring themselves as gods, and you've got this. So you see this really, it's just this upside down kingdom when it comes to, and then you've got Jesus and they're putting a robe on him and making fun. They're putting a crown of thorns on him and they're uh, making fun of him as king of the Jews and how he's this king and, uh, and making, cause surely this lowly rabbi coming in on a donkey, you know, who's, who can be so easily, quote unquote, stamped out and just crucified because I snap my fingers. You know, you, uh, 
and and yet and and then he this big uh, powerful Roman Empire. So he, this juxtaposition between this between Jesus King and Herod King, you know, and and it's kind of that Gamaliel test yeah, yeah. <laughs> in terms of, well, hey, just just take a look at this. Which of these two is going to actually last? The Roman Which Empire of, is the long Roman gone. The Roman Empire is crumbles. Herod, Herod Agrippa died. His grandson, Herod, uh, who we see, Agrippa mm-hmm. the first, is I think the great Herod, they the great grandson. James. He He's the one James who, yes, there, kills yeah. James. Uh, has Peter arrested? I think he dies and his he's like eaten by worms or yeah, something. I mean, just yeah. and so you, and yet the name of and yet Jesus, <laughs> who hasn't heard the name of Jesus, who hasn't heard uh, the story Easter, Christmas? We celebrate him. Billions worship this this Jesus, uh, and and a great I. And it's, it's, it's just, just a, amazing. <laughs> yes. I know, I know. Even the story itself is a story yes. that you couldn't have made up if you would have. No. And you wouldn't if you could have. Right. It's a story that... And yet we all instinctively want it to be true. I think we all in our heart of hearts recognize the need. There's a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of every man. And do we want an Agrippa? To fill that? Do we want Augustus Caesar? Do we want our government? Do we want our no? <laughs> Do we want a a dictator? A, um, no, we want a creator, a benevolent, kind, good, all powerful Father who loves us and is willing to die because for us uh, mm-hmm. as children, as His children, um, and. And it's true. That's actually who it is. <laughs> That's what we and want. On and on top of it, thing, uh, <laughs> yes. not only a beautiful story, but it's, it's true. true. It's uh, like C.S. Lewis, the true myth. Yeah, uh, the true myth. The true myth. I like these, uh, so many of these movies nowadays based on the true story. Or, uh, yes. Loosely based on the true story. But this is literally yeah, true. true. Every story. detail from... The tiniest mm-hmm. uh, conversion that we see in here, mm-hmm. uh, Lydia oh. in chapter 16. Mm-hmm. Lydia, this seller, seller of purple, huh. uh, business businesswoman, business uh-huh. becomes the first Ro- in the Roman Empire, the first uh, European convert. Oh. And uh, just from every detail, yeah. every person, it's a story, and it goes on and on and on. And we're still living it. We're still living in the kingdom era, the kingdom time. Yes, it is. And we might be coming up to the uh, end of our segment. So (laughs) on that note, but also, as you mentioned, as far as uh, just the history of it, and I don't know that we said this, but the author of Acts is Luke. Luke. And I talk about a historian uh, he, uh, yes, uh, and he is up there with some great greats. Well, this is the Bible Live. Thank you so much. Uh, we will be back next week, and we hope to uh, hang with, uh, tune in, tune in with us next week, and have a wonderful week in the meantime. Good night.
The Bible Live is dedicated to helping restore the Bible to our culture. Mailing address is P.O. Box 18888. That's Box 18888. San Antonio, Texas, 78218. Hear the entire Bible every year on The Bible Live, weeknights at 930 on this great station. Then join Soapy every Sunday evening at 9 o'clock for fun, inspiration, and valuable prizes on The The Bible Bible Live Quiz Quiz Show. Visit our website, BibleLive.com. That's BibleLive.com for more information about Soapy and The Bible Live broadcast. You may also order materials at the website and make tax-deductible donations to help minister to our military personnel and broadcast the entire Bible every year to America and the world. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.